everybody. Welcome to the Miles to Memories podcast. I'm Sean Coomer. Glad to be back with you this week. We have a great show for you. I'm joined once again by Joe Chung and Mark Osterman, my wonderful co-hosts. Last week, we did a special episode where we talked to Mark Jackson from Brad's Deals. I highly recommend listening to it. Great information for how to save money in these uh, really trying times. Today, we're going to talk about our exciting lives here at home. We'll talk about some of the small business help that's been made available in the stimulus and what you should be looking at. We'll talk about whether we'd rather sit in the crowded Disney park, go on a cruise, or maybe some other stuff. And then uh, the new normal, we'll talk about kind of the craziness that is our lives, how we're getting groceries, sanitizing them. Uh, I think Mark should make a video, but we'll talk about that later and a lot more. If you like the show, please consider subscribing. Now more than ever, being subscribed to the podcast is important for us. It helps us make sure that people are listening and downloading. It'll make sure that on Thursday morning when you wake up, you have the latest episode in your podcast player. So you can find all the links at mtmpodcast.com. And you can also support the show there. We have links to any products, credit cards we talk about on the show, any of our referral links. You can find information at mtmpodcast.com. Now let's hit it. How has your week been, guys? What you been up to? Uh, Not much. Same as last week, I guess, right? <laughs> I know we're, we do this every week, but like staring at the, well, the sky, I guess. It's a bit yeah. of the pinky and hey. the brain situation, except for we're not uh, taking over the world. The turkey well, the came back. The turkey came back. Oh, the turkey came back? <laughs> He's there now? <laughs> no, it was a couple days ago. He was like in the front yard. My daughter started flipping out again, but he just kept on walking. So he didn't chill for very long. So that was good. Otherwise, she would have lost her mind. She was afraid to go outside for the next day or so, of course, but... I was like, oh, no, it's back. <laughs> Are you sure it's the same turkey? Well, it did have the sack, so I think it did. <laughs> we're already we're already getting to the point where we have to beep stuff. That's not good. But Marcus has been waiting to say that. Yeah, I have. Joe set it up, so I had to come through, you know. Well, this is the first time the three of us are together on the podcast in a couple of weeks because last week we had the special Brad's Deals episode. So, uh, Joe, what have you been up to? How are things going for you? Uh, you know, good days, bad days, just adjusting to things, you know, stuff at work isn't too bad um, with the distance learning and stuff like that. I'm working with kids on like individual projects, so I don't have to worry about classes showing up. <laughs> I hear my wife and her um, middle school classes and we hear her yelling from the room and we're like, oh, uh, when mom's done with class, don't bother her because <laughs> it doesn't sound like she's having a good class. Although things are getting better. You know, I think kids are getting used to it. Teachers are getting used to it. You know, everyone's getting used to like the new normal. Uh, we went outside today. It's finally like nice. So we hung out outside for a while. It was good for my kids, my um, biological children to run around a bunch. So yeah, we don't have trampolines and uh, fire pits like you. No real backyard. You have non-biological here, so. children? Yeah, that well, was it. When I, <laughs> when I, I think he was talking my, about my, his students. When I say my, I was just talking ah, about my okay. students. So okay. when I say my kids, I usually mean my students. Almost. You guys ever see that SNL skit where the guy's like, attention teachers and students. You guys ever see that one? No. Is that uh, Adam Sandler? No, uh, it's a newer one uh, with like uh, Jay Farrow or something. He does like an announcement at a, a school dance all the time. Cracks me up every time. I don't think he's done it in a while, though. Well, I haven't yeah, watched hasn't SNL been on in a SNL while. for like four or five years. Yeah, well, anyway. that was the last time I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> How's the trampoline, Mark? Pretty good. I mean, I feel like I'm going to break it every time I get on it because uh, it's. I think it's only no like surprise a 12, there. It's only like a twelve foot one, so I think the uh, weight restrictions is like two hundred. So if like me and my son are on there, it's we're we're definitely over. So when I'm jumping it, I'm a little bit nervous about it, but it got set up good. They're jumping on it every day, so it gives them something to do. Because around here, they have closed like the parks, like even like the field area is locked up in a lot of places, so we can't even go like 
throw the ball around and stuff. And our backyard's not the biggest, so it's nice for them to have something physical they can do. We we chill in front of the fire pit every once in a while as well. Yeah, we went over to Tufts today. That's where we went outside, but then um, the Tufts police was like, don't come back. So we're going to have to find somewhere else to go, which, I mean, makes sense. I mean, we were the only... It was like a huge field, and we were the only five people on it, but I get it. They were saying that, like, you know, on days when it's, like, really hot in the afternoon, like, lots of people come out, and I get how it's an issue. Everything's been good here. Uh, weather is pretty nice, but uh, I feel like I'm really tired of being stuck in my house. But as far as weather is good, it's nice. I haven't been out other than to go to my dad's house to sit in his backyard 15 feet away from him and have some conversations because he's all by himself. But it's beautiful. This is the best time of year in Las Vegas. So can't complain about the weather. I have talked about doing that with like a buddy where we just go like sit in a garage like 10 feet apart and have a beer or whatever, like even out on like the backyard or on the driveway or something. But at some point it's going to happen just because everybody will be bored of talking to the people they see every day. Are any of your kids getting, I, I noticed that Ellie is getting very testy now. I feel like she's, and now I know both your kids have interaction with your other kids and I don't have that uh, with Ellie being little, but she seems to be just very, very testy all the time and just not in a great mood a lot of the time. Is that happening for you guys or any notices with the children? Yeah, I've noticed like the more uh, technology they use, the more testy they get. So we actually had to take away like my son's Kindle and his uh, Xbox for like three days because he was starting to talk back a little bit and was just short tempered. So after that, he was better and that, and we, we do a better job of limiting it time wise. But a lot of the stuff they're doing for school and everything is on computers. So uh, I think it's just the new normal that they're going to be testy. Yeah, I mean, my kids... You're much younger. You're much, much younger kids. Yeah, my babies, compared to Mark's teenagers, they are testy, but I don't think they're, like, they are no worse than they normally were on weekends. Like I said, there are good days and bad days, so, you know, if they're in bad moods, they're in bad moods all day. But it's it's nothing different, it's just that it's every single day instead of just two days a week. Now, speaking of technology, Mark, our kids, uh, Ellie and Charlotte and Connor, connected on Facebook Messenger for kids, and that was the cutest thing ever to watch them. They'll send like stickers back and forth and then little videos and little audio recordings. It's really cute. Yeah, it's awesome. Is that do you guys use Facebook Messenger for kids? Like what yeah. did you guys use for that? Yeah, it's a app that's aimed towards kids, so like certain things like certain gifts aren't allowed in there and stuff, so it's a little bit better. And you have to approve, like, anybody that wants to, to message your kid, it goes to the parent account that they have to accept them, so you only accept other kid accounts and stuff, so it's a pretty good program. And they send each other videos back and forth, like, they call, and if they don't answer, then they send a video saying, call me back! <laughs> yeah, it was like, what? hi, Charlotte, hi, Ellie, hi, Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> what device do you guys have them use for that? Like, do they have their own iPads, or do they have to borrow yours? You know, how are you guys... One of those like $20 Kindles from Amazon that we got in those previous deals, which I wish would come back around because I missed those. Yeah, I, I signed up. I, Ellie didn't have Facebook Messenger for kids, so I signed her up the other day. So I guess I can talk about it a little bit. So you download the app. She has a Kindle Fire, the kids edition, again, from one of those deals, like Mark said. And you download the app. And then when you get to it, it asks you to log into your Facebook account. So Joe, you would log into your actual Facebook account. And then from there, you can choose who they are allowed to be friends with and you kind of create their profile. So it's tied to your account, but they get their own little profile. And then when they send, you can add adults, like trusted adults. Uh, like I added my brother. So Ellie uh, harasses my brother all the time, but that actually shows up when they send a message from their kids app, it actually shows up in the adults Facebook messenger app. So adults are actually interfacing with it normally and kids have that. So like for Ellie, all she really has now is Connor and, and Charlotte and uh, then my brother and Jasmine and I, that's it. 
And so she can't call anybody else and she can't, you know, do that. But even then she's, I feel like she's going to be harassing everybody, the five people that she can call. So got to be a little bit careful with it. I think she's already started sending you like videos and stickers and stuff. I know I'll be working. My kids will be in the other room and they'll be like, dad, can I have a snack now? (laughs) (laughs) Walking down. (laughs) Have they, has Ellie been sending you like photos and stuff during the day? Yeah. Photos. I don't think she's figured out how to use the voice dictation yet. So, cause obviously oh, she yeah, doesn't that... know how to type and she's, you know, five. So, but once she figures that out, I'm sure I'll be getting text messages uh, from her like, like you do. And uh, you said you shared a, a funny one the other day, but yeah, it's great. I think it's good. Um, I feel relatively safe with it cause it's tied to my account. We're still monitoring it really closely cause it's new to us and trying to figure out, make sure it's okay. But so far so good. And uh, Joe, you, are you thinking about it? You, you considering one of my daughter's school friends, moms asked if, she was on it and i was thinking about i don't know i'm so i mean you guys know how much i hate facebook here in the chat listening to us live mark and sean asked me to post the message about you know this live recording and i forgot to put the time in but actually i hadn't forgotten to put the time in i wrote a whole post and then i spent 25 minutes trying to find sean's old post about how to link patreon to discord and i could not figure out how to do it for like so long and then finally by the time i figured it out i had already had to delete my original post and um, that's why I forgot the time. So I forget. I really hate Facebook, like with a passion. So I'm <laughs> loathe to get my daughter into the ecosystem. But I don't know. She's pretty bored. I mean, she's been doing a lot of Zoom chats with her friends, uh, playdates, quote unquote. And it's funny they like have their Legos in play. But who knows? Maybe I'll have to cave eventually. Well, do you, do you guys want to hear my stupid uh, technology thing of the day? Since Joe said he was struggling with the Facebook thing. Yeah, real quick before that, just to, to mention the live recording, because I don't know that we explicitly said it. We're recording live for our Diamond uh, Patreons. So if you the people who support us on Patreon are listening in live to the episode as we record it. So yeah, Mark, what was your fun technology story? I don't know, fun, but stupid, <laughs> yes. So we were doing the test run on this before, earlier today, to make sure that we could do the live thing and everything worked out well. And afterwards, I close it down and open up my internet and it just is like automatically scrolling down scrolling down scrolling down and i go to type in something in the web page like in the uh, uh, address Sounds bar like flyer talk and it's just <laughs> yeah good one zing and then it's it just scrolling to the end of it i'm like what's going on you know what what is happening here i use a laptop but i hook it up to a big monitor and then i have like a keyboard that's you know wireless and a mouse that's wireless and stuff so I'm trying to figure this out i'm taking batteries out put them back in nothing's working i re- uh, restart the computer and everything and when i started back up it's still doing it i'm getting frustrated i'm like what what is going on here i had set my headphones down on my laptop and it was pushing down on a button <laughs> yo we're so old i can't yes. get this facebook to yeah. work I, I, left, so, I left my headphones on my keyboard. Yeah, oh I think God. I left it. It was like pushing on the space bar just right or something. And it just, I was like, no, that can't be what, what what's going on. So Late 30s is the new 60s. <laughs> oh, it's called the oh, coronavirus. Sorry, people mental. don't like us making fun of being old. So, you know, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh. All right, well, then I guess we should move on. And actually, let's talk about some small business information and help that people might be able to get. We're not going to go into this too much in detail because we're not accountants and we're not financial professionals, but I'm small business owner. We're all small business owners. And Joe, I know that, that you've applied for some stuff. I've applied for some stuff. So I just, I think that real small business owners, kind of people who are, maybe they're sole proprietors, maybe they have a very small business, maybe they're not sure if they're eligible for some of this stuff. And there's two big kind of stimulus programs, I think that are 
really should be of interest to people who have small businesses. The Paycheck Protection Program, which you might have seen mentioned as PPP, and then the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, which is EIDL. And uh, Joe, you said EIDL provides up to $10,000 in advance, even though they haven't dispersed that yet. You applied for that, right? Yeah, so I applied for the EIDL. You know, I applied pretty early. I think the application opened Monday at midnight-ish. I applied that night at around like 10 or 11 p.m. And, you know, my thinking was, you know, the 10K advance is 100% forgivable. So, you know, it's basically, it's not even a loan. They're just giving you the money. So I was like, well, if they give that to me, then I'd be happy to take it. I am a small business owner. I have sole proprietorship. I, you know, I have a lot of irons and a lot of fire. So I figured might as well apply. What they say is if you do not get approved for the loan, you still get the advance. And so I actually do not want to get approved for the loan because um, I don't personally need it for my small business. What I have found out since, although people are still not sure because this thing is so new and everything is so disorganized. But what I saw today was they're saying that they might only give you $1,000 per employee. I only have one employee, so I'd probably be only eligible for $1,000. But hey, it's better than a kick in the head. So that's what I'm hoping for. And we'll see what happens. Who knows when they'll get their stuff together and process these applications. What What did you do, Mark? Or did you do anything? Yeah, I filled out one and I'm just kind of waiting to see and I'll do whatever Sean tells me to do because I'm not really paying attention to it. When he's like, hey, go fill out this, I filled it out. I did it because obviously I'm an independent contractor for Miles to Memory, so it is considered, you know, my own business. So I file taxes as that. It definitely has been affected. So I said, why not? Uh, I'll give it a shot and see what happens. I talked to my accountant over the weekend and tried to get as much information uh, for my businesses because I do have the reselling business. I have the blog. My wife's a realtor, so in our family, we have three small businesses. And for, yeah, like you said, Joe, the the $10,000 doesn't have to be paid back if you don't get applied for the other loan. It, it's not even, uh, and again, this is not financial advice. I, I'm no expert. Please seek your own financial advice. But uh, it seems that if you take that advance and then don't full, you know, go through with the full loan, like what you're kind of saying, is you just get to keep it. But yeah, there's that mixed messaging now about if it's only $1,000 per employee. So We'll see how that works out. Now, the the loan program itself can provide uh, tons of money. It's actually a full SBA loan, and it's designed to really help businesses that really need it beyond that advance. So you can actually, if you really do need a lot of money, that's what this loan is for. It's 3.5% interest rate. But my accountant said, if you're trying to apply for the full uh, economic injury disaster loan, be prepared to provide all kinds of documentation. It's a full loan process, as opposed to the PPP, which I think a lot of people should be interested in PPP basically is designed to kind of cover your wages through the period of the next couple months. And they take your average payroll, uh, monthly payroll from last year, multiply it by two and a half. And uh, you get a check for that. Just check with your local bank. If you have a business banking, check with your local bank. A lot of banks aren't doing these loans unless you have a business relationship. So you're going to want to start there. And as far as I'm told, the documentation required is far less by the law, and my accountant says he expects it to be a far easier loan to get, although it's much more limited in that way. So yeah, the only other thing I'd say is if you do get the advance under the emergency injury disaster loan, and then you apply for the PPP, you do have to, one carries over the other, you'll have to roll the disaster loan into your PPP. You can't double dip, you can't get both of those sort of forgiven, but the PPP, if you kind of use it to pay for your employees, everything's forgiven. 
again, I, I think there's tons of information out there. There's great guides on this. I just think that there's a lot of people who are maybe sole proprietors. They don't have employees. Maybe they, they're not, they didn't realize that they are may, they are eligible or they could be eligible for that advance on the EIDL. And then if you do have actual employees, not independent contractors, but actual employees, the Paycheck Protection Program is good. And I think both of those are great to look into and just do not wait. This is the last thing I want to say is don't wait. This money is limited. Tons of businesses are applying. So many businesses are affected by everything that's happening in the world. So apply sooner rather than later. You guys agree? Yeah, definitely. It's first come, first served. And when the money runs out, uh, the money runs out. I should say that I applied for the EIDL and the advance because I'm an independent contractor. That's why I did that. But if I like was a small business owner who had like a restaurant or something like that, like I'm really hoping that restaurants in my neighborhood who I know are struggling are applying for the PPP and stuff like that. So if you have like a lot of people on staff and you're struggling to pay them, like that's my understanding what the PPP is for. I assume all small business owners uh, whose livelihoods are being threatened have been looking to this. And like Sean said, do it sooner rather than later. All right, let's move on then and let's talk some fun stuff. Joe, this was your idea. We should do a would you rather. We're going to talk about some travel related things that we would rather do right well, now. Well, we did. We kind of stole it from uh, Bethany From Bethany, Walsh. yeah. Bethany Bougie Miles. Shout out, Bethany. Bethany and uh, Mr. Walsh. <laughs> we stole it from them. Yeah, but we had to censor it for public consumption. So, All right. So, and you guys can add one, but the ones I came up with, would you rather compete 40 days on Survivor without a prize? That was Bethany's, right? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Yep. No, she exactly had that. All yeah. right. Yep. And then take a week-long cruise out of New York City. Visit a Disney park that's at full capacity. You're like, right now. Or stay all by yourself at a five-star hotel in the Maldives, but go bankrupt because you got to actually pay for the room for your entire quarantine. So what would you guys rather do? Or do you guys have any fun ideas? Well, the course, this uh, one's easy for me. Wait, the first, Mel- first of all, first of all, okay. As someone who is forced to play, would you rather with a five-year-old and a seven-year-old all the time, a four-year-old and a seven-year-old all the time? <laughs> is that, are you calling us a four-year-old and a seven? No, I'm just kidding. Well, you're playing it wrong because you're only supposed to pick from two things. I know, but I thought, it would, well, this is going to be a discussion. This isn't really a game. It's more of a discussion though. Yeah, maybe we should rank spread them. it out. Yeah, we should probably rank them. I should say that you did have access to this like hours ago. You could have told me that. Yeah, you're stuck true, with the four options. It's better to make yeah. fun of you in person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Joe, that was a sick burn. No, now the Mal- the Maldives ones is interesting because that was actually like an article I think in the New York Times about a, a couple that is stranded because they can't get a flight back to I think it was South Africa. They're stuck there and all these people are like waiting on them, like 20 people, but they're going bankrupt, spending all this money because they can't get out. And then the only choice they have is to like charter a jet for $200,000 that they could split with other people that are stuck there at at different resorts, but not all of them want have the money or want to chip in and stuff. So it's like everybody always says, oh, I'd, I'd love to be stuck on vacation right now, you know, somewhere without virus, but... Would you really? I don't know. So why don't you go, Joe? Why don't you start first? Which which I one? Mean, Rank them to, one to four, top, yeah, top to bottom. To me, the easiest thing to do is eliminate them one at a time. And I think the first thing I would eliminate is the Maldives one because I'm not trying to like go bankrupt. I don't care what paradise I'm And I assume that you know if you're going stir crazy in your house, like you would do the same on a tropical island eventually. So that would be the first one that I would get rid of. And then the second one I get rid of is compete 40 days on Survivor without a prize. Because number one, I was never into Survivor. It's not a show that I was really into. And number two, you know, I'm weak sauce. So I'd just be destroyed. I would not survive. I wouldn't I wouldn't compete 40 days on Survivor because I would be dead. Like Survivor, I forget. Do they like give them food or do they have to catch their own food? I don't remember. I haven't watched since like the first season. Sean, do you watch it? Yeah, I haven't watched it since the first season either. <laughs> Richard Hatch, baby. 
Does he? Is he still around? No, I. I think Bethany, they, quick, let us know. If... I think that they get some food, right? And then they have like oh, they get rice. To... They get rice. Okay. So that so you get some. I, I mean, as long as do they get yeah, soy sauce? Yeah, they give too? you soy sauce. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be Jinx. the green stuff. The green stuff. Low sodium, baby. Uh, yeah. Big Brother would be too easy. Somebody uh, mentioned, you know, what about Big Brother? But you live in a house with food and stuff. Like, uh, didn't they? Wasn't there an article about people had to break in to tell them because they had been locked up for like a month yeah, and they, they didn't even to, know? Yeah, they had to break the news to them, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and some European Big Brother or something. I'd be like, I'd never want to leave this place. This is, uh, let's just stay here. But once you knew, though, it'd be really like torturous, though, to kind of, like, let's yeah. say they told you and then you're back in the game. That's why. No more information. I, I'd rather not know. Just don't tell me until it's over. Yeah, I think the thing I'd rather do would be to visit a Disney park at capacity. It's just like a risk calculation, right? So. Disney park at capacity is probably the highest chance of contracting illness, right? But I can quarantine for 14 days and take my chances there. However, if you take a week-long cruise out of New York City, you're playing with the risk of that becoming a month or two-month-long cruise out of New York City. And so I think the lowest risk would be to visit the Disney park at at capacity, or crapacity if it's Marka <laughs> who's going. But, you know, that that's probably what I take out of those four. But none of them are as good as staying in my house for a couple more months, which is probably what I am going to do. What about you, Mark? Uh, I would... See, I'm, I'm opposite. I would probably put uh, Disney at the bottom. One, because I'm not a, a Disney fan, so it's like double whammy there. But just the amount of people in... That, I think, is the highest risk. Although, like, cruising is another thing that I never look forward to. And you bring up a good point if you're stranded on a ship and you can't dock because the illness breaks out. And you're stuck in a room, especially if you don't have, like, a balcony or anything. uh, That would be horrible. So, uh, I guess I would put Cruise the worst, Disney the second worst. Then I would say Maldives because at least you're disease-free because nobody has it. Nobody's left that resort. So, you're safe. You don't have any money. You better apply for that EIDL. (laughs) Exactly. It's a good use of the yeah, stimulus, right? <laughs> would you rather be alive with no money or potentially dead with money? I know the risks. See, I, I come from a different place because I take uh, I have a immune system that's compromised. I take drugs that weaken my immune system, so I'm at a higher risk. So I look at it that way as well. So that that kind of changes my thinking on it. But yeah, I think I'd rather do that. And then what was the last? Oh, Survivor. Like you're on an island, nobody's around you. If everybody went there before it broke out, you're still getting rice, which. I eat like three times a week anyways, with soy sauce, of course, but... Uh, what if they didn't give you the soy sauce? I really want to know this. This is really important. <laughs> no, they said... Someone said in the chat already, there's no soy sauce, so... Okay. Yeah, so Bethany no, said yeah, no now soy you sauce. Just gotta eat so you go find, like, you go find some, like, some like animal to crack up and put in there, like some ants just gotta or something. just going to catch an animal like... and crack it up and put it on the rice. Okay. Well, Add a little a bit of flavor. Animal. Find some nuts and mix it in. I don't know. Maybe get some fruit, because that's what the guy on the... I guess, they thought I was putting fruit on the rice, so I could just finally do it. I mean, I guess with Survivor, like, if you're playing Survivor for 40 days, you technically have, you know, whoever's running the game. So they're going to make sure you don't die. So, yeah, maybe Survivor's not. Yeah, Survivor's the best option. Like, you're going to live. And you're going to be disease-free. And you'll probably lose some weight and get a little, you know, (laughs) healthy. It's kind of like a utopia in this situation. Like, it's a little utopia of people bringing you food, you catch food, and you just survival. Like let's, the, let's the bear. calm down, Mark. It's not a utopia. <laughs> it's like the base survival instincts. <laughs> I have. I can speak to the Disney one because I I was at Disneyland early March, like March eighth. So just as this thing was sort of like making that turn into between, you know, we were already focusing on it, but it was like that week right before everything kind of changed forever. And 
I was at the parks and I was super diligent. Like I had my hands in my pockets, did not touch anything the whole time, didn't touch my face, sanitized all the time. I was like going insane all day, worried about germs. And like there's so many kids there. I mean, you can't control kids. It's really hard to get kids not to touch stuff and to spread stuff everywhere. And like if I was there with my with my kids, it'd be with with Ellie, it'd be torture. But just being there by myself with kids bumping and you touching everything, it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty uh, crazy. I think Mark got it right. Survivor is the way to go. Cruise ships, you can't control the air. The Maldives will be there when you get back. But Survivor, just go there. Hopefully win a million dollars. There's no prize, man. That's There's no prize, man. You wrote these notes. <laughs> You're the one that came up with the rules. If there was a million dollar prize, okay, everybody would so here, No, no, no. So here, that's right. That's right. No, let's pivot, though. <laughs> the so whole what if, point is but that what if, no what if there? Okay, so what if there was a prize? What if there was a prize? So there was a prize. That's different, right? Because now you factor into your risk analysis that you can come out with a million dollars. So it's even you have a better option. Well, I had a number one anyway. On Survivor, even last place you get a little bit of money. So yeah. Oh, do you? You get money no matter what? Yeah, it's it's like it's like a it's a. I'm pretty sure it's what a if, sliding scale. What if the prize was a week long cruise out of New York City? <laughs> All right. Maybe we should move. <laughs> then you on just lose. Then you just lose. I, I think this segment just jumped the shark, so yeah. we should move out of it. So let's move on to our new normal. And this is, we're kind of all living at our home. We're all trying to, you know, get supplies and order stuff and trying to kind of upend our lives in every single way. And I know, Mark, you wrote a post this week about, you know, how you're sanitizing your groceries, how you're dealing with deliveries. And while I'd love to, like, make fun of you for being paranoid and stuff like that, I do exactly <laughs> the same thing. So I can't. I can't really say anything different. So yeah, you want to talk a little bit about like what your process is? and, and Yeah, I did on? get trolled a little bit. So Before Mark goes about uh, the groceries, I'll tell you what my wife has me do when I pick a pizza. She stands at the door holding a tray and I just pour the pizza onto the tray and then immediately throw out the box. So we're we do that too. too. We do that yeah. too. Yeah. All right. So what are, you, what are your <laughs> quote unquote crazy things, Mark, which I'm pretty sure we do as well? Well, on the on the pizza note, I feel like pizza is the best option for takeout food because there's like no touching of it once it goes into the oven. If you think about it, like it comes through 400 degrees, they grab it with a paddle, they put it on the cutter, they cut it, they slide it into the box. So the only thing that's really touched is the box. So I think pizza is the way to go. At least I agree. And the best thing about pizza is it's the easiest to like if you're worried Reuse. about reheating your food, <laughs> yeah. like reheating your food, even immediately when you get it, just to, you know, if you're like super paranoid, it's the easiest to reheat because you just throw it in the oven and it's no problem. Well, tip, pro tip on reheating pizza. I've just tried this. My chef buddy told me to do it. Chop up your pizza, your cold pizza, and then get a like a frying pan, put some oil in it, get it hot. Throw the pizza in there, or you can throw like more meat and, and stuff or vegetables in with it. Throw in like the chopped up pizza cubes. Cook it, throw some more cheese in there, fry it up, and it's, like, amazing. Is that the picture almost... you posted the other day? Yeah. <laughs> it looked weird, but it's, it looked well, like it tastes good. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like recooked pizza, like fried crispy, and you got, like, new stuff added to it. You can add, like, onions or beef or cheese, every, whatever you want, you can add to it. So it's, like, a whole new dish. So that's a pro tip. Anybody that listened, they're going to thank me for that. But, yeah, for, like, deliveries and stuff, what we've been doing is when we get it, we have like a designated area in the garage that from like Amazon and stuff. And we set our box in there because they've said that like plastic and, and uh, stainless steel can hold the virus for like three days and a uh, cardboard can be like 24 hours. So the big worry for me is like somebody coughing, like the delivery get coughing on it or whatever. I know the risk is very low, but why not? If you don't need it right away, why not just do this? So I, uh, Put the box in a designated area, write a date on it, and then a couple days later is when we open it because 
It will have been 24 hours since anybody touched it. And then at least two days on the inside, plus a day or two of delivery time to get from the, the warehouse and stuff. So then we can open it and we're not wasting wipes, which we don't have a lot of Clorox wipes. So that's the main thing. Like, otherwise you have to kind of like wipe everything down and with not having a lot of disinfectants in the house, I don't want to burn them up when I don't have to. So anything that I can wait, like if I pick up groceries from Walmart, I do the Walmart grocery pickup. Anything that's non-perishable, I just leave in the car for three days and then I come back to it. One, because it takes forever to wipe everything down, which is super annoying. And two, it saves wipes. So I don't know if you guys do any of that similar stuff. I'm pretty sure Joe does. (laughs) Yeah, we do. I mean, our system is pretty much the same. The one question I have for you, it's just starting to become a problem. I'm sure it's been an issue for Sean for longer than for us is it's starting to get hot. So I'm like, maybe I don't want to leave the food in the car as much stuff like even chips. I don't know if well, I guess chips would be fine in the car, but my Diet Coke, like I think I'm moving it out of the car and into the garage or something and letting it sit there. Yeah, we're doing the same thing, bringing it, bringing it in. We have a what's nice is we have a courtyard like right outside our door. So there's, it's not like people coming in and out. So we just have been leaving. You live in a mansion, bro. Got a fire pit in the back courtyard in the front. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like a, it's like a mansion mullet. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. No, just a regular house. (laughs) Business in the front party in the back, but it's a fire. Oh yeah. (laughs) Nice. A mansion mullet. Oh my God. But uh, anyway, so we've been leaving stuff, bringing it into the garage. But now it's getting too hot even for that. Like, you, you know, it's getting obviously Diet Coke you could leave in the garage. But yeah, all of our cold goods we got to bring in. Uh, now we can't leave them outside anymore because it's been getting into the 80s during the day. So, I mean, it is what it is. We are using a lot of wipes. Luckily, I ordered some wipes right before this all started, kind of in anticipation. So I got kind of those big ground containers of, that have like 70 wipes each. I got Yo, six of bro, those. Yo, bro, send me some. <laughs> How much you willing to pay, my friend? <laughs> I think we were down to our last canister, but I was lucky enough to get... I will. I'll send you some. No, I'm good. I, I was able to get like an order in on alcohol pads, which is a good... I don't know if people have considered this, like the sterile pads they use in like medical stuff. I got a box of 200 from Amazon. It's like 70 to 75% alcohol. So that's a good alternative to like Clorox wipes or Purex wipes or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. You guys have anything else to, to say on this? Where are you guys ordering your groceries from? If, you, if you're ordering delivery, are you getting any delivery at all? No, I'm doing all the grocery pickup on Walmart, and I'll say the tip again. Go on at midnight, and then you can get a spot for two days later pretty much every time. I finally broke down and joined Instacart uh, because they have like eight or ten stores here, and this is the craziest thing to me. For $10 a month, I joined, and that gives you like reduced service fees and everything else. And like this morning, I placed a, like a $100 grocery order, and the service fee is like $1.50, and then plus the tip. So let's say like less than ten dollars in cleaning. That's what tip. she said. <laughs> day drinking, day drinking. Did he really get me, Joe? <laughs> anyway, so for like for like ten bucks, you're getting somebody to go to a store. Generally, tip about about ten percent. So I don't know if that's good or not. That's the app says starts at five percent. So I figured ten is good, but I guess people will yell at me and tell me if that's not good enough. But Nonetheless, for very little to amount of money, somebody's actually going into the store and shopping. That's crazy to me, but also super convenient. And uh, it was nice because I've been using Amazon Prime now, and this was nice to be able to get more stuff. And uh, I still uh, haven't done the Walmart thing again since, I don't know, in a few weeks because I don't want to go out and have any contact with them. But that's a great tip because I know in a lot of areas, people are just struggling to get Windows. And at least being able to know when they release them 
is everything, right? Just to be able to get it. So yeah, and I've noticed on uh, Amazon if you're ordering like food from non pantry stuff, and it's possible to add to your Amazon monthly order where you get like the discount and stuff. Like I was ordering some paper towels a couple weeks ago, and it was showing a delivery like way out into uh, April. But I just added it into my monthly delivery, and I got it on the 30th of March instead of, like, April 20-whatever. So I don't know why that gets prioritized if you add it to that, but that's a way to cut down delivery times if you do that. And I should say that Instacart does – their prices don't always match in-store. So I know the prices in-store fairly well, and so I've – so you may be paying a bit of a premium on the on the items too. So I'm not trying to sell Instacart. This is my first – I've only – Used it this week. So far, I've had one delivery, and I just made my second order, and it's worked pretty well. I don't think it's something I'll use, you know, when things get back to normal all too often. But, uh, but yeah, that's a good point. Thanks, uh, thanks, Kim, for pointing out. Make sure I point that out that even though there is a service fee, there you may be paying a little bit more for the items compared to if you went into this store. That's yourself. yeah, that's the same of like Uber Eats and stuff. Sometimes the the prices are a lot higher on any of those delivery things. Yep they they sneak those fees in any way that they can. All right, so let's. That's it. That's our craziness. Are you guys out there? Are you guys doing anything different? Uh, you know, let us know. Mark has a whole article on the site about how he's doing it, everything he's doing. I think he should make a video, but he doesn't want to. So, <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, a video of how I check bed bugs. I still need to write that one up too. Yeah, the the, the camera bugs. work on that video was uh, was amazing. <laughs> All right, and uh, the last thing we're going to talk about today is uh, just a post I wrote yesterday. We're not going anywhere. Miles to Memories is here to stay. Uh, it's, it's been crazy challenging, like day after day, Mark, right? We're, we're learning that credit card affiliates are canceling or pausing their programs. Ad revenue is dropping. Like, you know, our, our industry, this is kind of a little behind the scenes, but our industry, as far as, you know, websites and stuff like that, things are very challenging right now. But uh, we're not going anywhere. We're continuing our content, continuing to move forward, continuing to try to build this community, to try to be a voice uh, talking that you know, bringing the information that everybody out there wants, and whether it be through our Facebook groups or through the website, uh, we're just trying to keep reaching people in new ways, and we're still going full steam ahead with that. You know, you have anything about, to say about that, Mark? Uh, as far as you know, the post yesterday, any the community, anything that we want people to know? I guess I'll add that like a lot of people have shown a great amount of support for you know Miles to Memories and in all the blogs out there, which is nice to see. I mean, I think everybody's in the same same spot together at least a lot of people are where you know they're worried about their job or they're laid off or whatever and you know they're kind of fighting their way through it so hopefully we can do it together and and anything we can do to help you out we've been trying to do posts that help people save money on deliveries or or their auto insurance and stuff like that so we're trying to help out as much as we can so if there's anything that you guys think of that that you'd like us to write more about let us know but I appreciate Sean and and sticking with us through this. And, you know, I know it's stressful for him. So I appreciate all that and moving forward. And we'll get through this in a couple months. And then hopefully things will be somewhat back to normal. Yeah, thank you to all the listeners, readers, uh, everybody in the MTM community. You guys are so great. And the, the support and the love that you guys show us. And just reading the site is, you know, is great. And listening to the show is great. And that's what helps, you know, keep us going. And we have lots of great travel content. We have some that we already had kind of in the can from when this all happened, because a lot of people aren't reading about that stuff now. And we will, uh, when people are reading and when everybody's ready to get back into the world, we'll have even more content, whether it be destination, miles and points, maximizing work. We'll get all that stuff out to you when you need it. And like I said, right now, we're trying to help people learn how to save a little bit more money 
things that were that really are within our wheelhouse and stuff we've been talking about and writing about for for seven years. And there's another thing too to announce uh, about this, uh, Joe. I, I I know this week, but we're launching a new podcast from the Disney Hacks brand. So it'll be the Disney Hacks podcast, and it's gonna be me co-hosting it with uh, with somebody. I, I can't announce exactly who yet, but not me. No, it's not Joe. Yes, not Joe. All, all cloak and dagger. Oh, Joe. Joe already has a Disney podcast. <laughs> Joe, so there, there Joe no wants to do seventy two podcasts instead. No, but he already has a Disney podcast, <laughs> know, so. and it's a darn good one, Disney Deciphered. So uh, with Leslie uh, from Trips with Tykes. So this will be yeah this will be different it's a different concept than than that and i think it's unique and i'm excited we're going to bring that and within the next couple weeks and have some more to announce about that soon but like i said we are going full steam ahead all of our our plans here to to be the biggest and best resource i don't know about the biggest but the best resource out there for you guys anything to add joe no i appreciated that post i think uh, it's a tough time for everyone in the industry but you know like you said we will get through this really hope it's tough for people in this industry, but it's tough for people in every industry. So, you know, I just really hope that people are doing okay and whatever we can do to brighten people's days, whether it be by making fun of Sean or making fun of me or making fun of Mark, you know, we're here uh, for everyone. Nobody so, makes you know, fun of Mark. Reach out to us anytime. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we just we just got tired of doing it to your face. So, we, yeah, we it's just all behind up. your back now. Yeah, there's a secret. It's all behind your back now, but it's <laughs> very cathartic. There's very a Facebook yeah. group that's just dedicated to making fun of Mark. Oh, but, awesome. That's uh, yeah, called. <laughs> called and i'm mark mark trolls (laughs) mark trolls yes it's called mark trolls world tour oh i'm excited for that on friday i've been saving up my uh amazon no rush ship stuff you know three dollars bop that's pretty easy to to get to so i'm definitely spending 20 bucks on that rental on friday yeah that's uh, really good before we before we close out i do want to also give a special thank you shout out to our diamond patrons the people supporting us on patreon too because that uh, you guys are incredibly special, uh, and thank you so much for that as well. And again, everybody reading the site, please keep reading, keep commenting, let us know what you like. You know, hearing from you feeds us. Trolling Mark fe- yes. feeds feeds too. So you yes, know, trolling you, Mark you're just feeds there to troll Mark. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You should start that website and see if it takes off. <laughs> Mark's trolls. All right, you call that bluff. You call that bluff. Get out, aboard. All right, and with that, we are gonna. Going to head out here. Joe, where can people find you during the week when they're not listening to this fine podcast? You can find me at As Joe Flies, all of our social media. You can check out my newsletter, tinyletter.com slash As Joe Flies, or podcasting on Disney Deciphered, as mentioned, or also the Savorosity Observation Deck. What about you, Mark? You can find me in my house every day, all day. <laughs> hey, I shaved today. I think that's true, though, Sean. Have you noticed when you shave, you feel better? I feel like I feel better. Yeah, I think, I think when I go through More that productive. whole routine, I do feel better. Yeah, I can't. Okay. I can't grow much facial hair, so whenever I get the chance to shave, I feel like a man. So yeah, it does make me feel better too. <laughs> We're not going to even unpack that right now. Uh, pretty like, soon, pretty soon, Joe, you can do the uh, the old "I'm a man, I'm 40. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Do you know what that's from? No. Oh, Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State. It was like a big like a press conference, and he somebody ripped a player, a college football player, and he's like, "Take it up with me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Oh. <laughs> Man, I miss sports. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so back to uh, what we were talking about. Uh, you can find me or email me at mark at miles to memories.com. Find me in any of our Facebook groups. I'm in there uh, all the time. And uh, if you comment on the website, I'll get back to, you, back to you there as well. How about you, Sean? Yeah, uh, I am uh, at Best Disney Hacks on Twitter. And then, of course, at Miles to Memories on Twitter. Join our, uh, our Facebook group, 11,000 plus people in there for our Miles and Boys Facebook group. And then we have our Disney Hacks group. 
And then, uh, of course, the website of milestomemories.com. And for this podcast, mtmpodcast.com to subscribe. And uh, until next time, bye. Around here, they shut down. I can hear you typing, Joe. <laughs> that ain't me, bro. Oh, I, I was muted. I was muted. No, but he hears you in the recording. Uh, so, okay, you're okay. just going to have to deal with listening to people typing. Okay. Chris. No, no, All I right. can. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Sean, just stay away from just your mechanical type keyboard. Type I was trying to well, chat I mean, in we're the chat room. No, we're trying, trying to chat in the people. chat room. So oh, type well. Type gently, yeah. Are you going to talk now? Sorry, I was double muted because I was trying to be nice so you couldn't hear my typing. You just no, you're just gonna have to type. Like you're not gonna be able to handle it. Trust yeah. me. So well, just, I was muted on the mic itself, but uh, yeah, it's just, too much. Just, just type. Just Joe type. has very low. Uh, he, he knows my uh, my threshold for things. I can't actually. You can only do twice. one thing at a time. So. I can't handle both. <laughs> Bye. That was your worst one ever. It cracked. Yeah. The worst. No, because it yeah. cracked. Okay. No. Well, no. Maybe no. you should have drank that's that water. Just... No, I think that's, I that's, that's the one that's going in. I'm stopping recording now.